This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Wednesday, November 6th, 2019. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Last night, just before 8 o'clock, the Anne Arundel County Fire Department responded to the 2000 block of Rosetta Way in rural Davidsonville for a house fire. Upon arrival, they found heavy fire in the two-story, 15,000-square-foot home, and a tanker task force was established due to lack of fire hydrants in the area. The home sits back in the woods on seven and a half acres of land, and initially there were unconfirmed reports of one person trapped in the fire. However, we have learned that that person has subsequently got out. We don't have all the details on this just yet, but please check back with ionanapolis.net a little bit later this morning and we will have them for you. Yesterday afternoon, 5 p.m. on Solomon's Island Road at Owensville Road in South County, there was a serious motor vehicle accident. One vehicle rear-ended the other, sending one adult and three children to a trauma center in Baltimore by Maryland State Police helicopters and another injured subject to Anne Arundel Medical Center. Here with a little bit more on that, we have Captain Russ Davies from the Anne Arundel County Fire Department. Around 5 o'clock on Tuesday afternoon, firefighters responded to a report of a motor vehicle collision in the area of Solomon's Island Road and Owensville Road in the Harwood section of the county. Firefighters located a two-vehicle rear-end style collision with five people injured. In the first vehicle, it was occupied by two adults, one who sustained minor injuries and was transported by paramedics to a local emergency department. The striking vehicle was occupied by an adult and three pediatric patients who all sustained serious injuries. All four patients were transported by two Maryland State Police helicopters to the John Hopkins Hospital up in Baltimore. Uh, Their injuries were described as serious, but not believed life-threatening. Hey, if it wasn't a hassle getting across the Chesapeake Bay Bridge now with this construction or confusing at the very least, here's something more for you to consider. They did start a change yesterday, and the center westbound lane of the Bay Bridge is now going to be closed weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. The Maryland Department of Transportation is also going to be holding wide loads, vehicles greater than 10 feet wide, from crossing during those hours. In a statement, they said that this new closure is expected to speed up the overall project. I'm not quite sure how that works, but that's why they're paid the big bucks. Anne Arundel County has given a $50,000 grant to Maryland Legal Aid. County Executive Stuart Pittman recently awarded the $50,000 grant, which is one of the largest grants ever awarded by Anne Arundel County, to Maryland Legal Aid. Now, Maryland Legal Aid provides free legal advice to vulnerable people in the state of Maryland. Now, what's very interesting about this grant is that Mayor Buckley of Annapolis and County Executive Pittman are working very tightly together on several different projects. The most notable one is going to be the redevelopment of City Dock. Maryland Legal Aid is one of the attorney groups that is suing the city in federal court for their treatment of people in public housing. So it seems that this $50,000 is certainly going to go in part, anyhow, to helping Maryland Legal Aid advance their lawsuit against the city of Annapolis. They say politics has strange bedfellows. The Anne Arundel County Department of Health has started an anti-bullying campaign. You can find out more information at a new website called friendlyandnice.org. And the campaign is all about being an upstander, not a bystander. It wants young people, parents, educators, anybody who mentors youth to stand up and step in and speak up against bullying when they see it. According to the Department of Health survey, 20 to 40 percent of middle and high school students in the county have been a subject of bullying. 
Speaking of surveys, Anne Arundel Community College has released the results of their fall survey. They do it biannually. And this one's kind of interesting. 17% of the respondents place transportation as, quote, the most important problem faced by residents in Anne Arundel County, followed by growth and overpopulation. But most of the recent ones in the past had drugs, taxes, crime, and the environment higher ranking. Drugs came in third at 14%, taxes at 10%, crime and the environment both came in at 8%, and education was only at 7%. We had worked with the college and Dr. Dan Natap, who has put this on for years and years, and we also sent this out to our audience via our newsletter. So far, they've had 198 responses, and according to Dr. Natap, it seems that we're pretty similar to what they found when they called people on the phone. One anomaly that he pointed out, and he couldn't quite explain it, which was kind of interesting. One of the questions asked who they were likely to vote for in a Democratic primary for president, and the Ion Annapolis people were very strongly pro-Joe Biden. However, the ones that the community college contacted were much more pro-Elizabeth Warren. And in the email he sent me, he said, given the demographic similarities regarding race and education between the community college and Ion Annapolis, I can't explain that difference. Call it a mystery. If you want to find out more information about that survey, want to go to ionanapolis.net. We do have the PDF up there. Fair warning, it is long. It is about 75 pages. Finally, as we wrap up, the midshipmen from the Naval Academy are getting ready to present a new play this weekend and next weekend, and it is called Proof. This is put on by the Masqueraders, which is the Naval Academy's theater group. Proof is David Auburn's play. It is a 2001 Pulitzer Prize-winning play, and it features the main character, Catherine, whose father, Robert, was a mathematician famous for his proofs and mental instability. Catherine shares his brilliance, yet fears she may also share his instability. The Masqueraders actually is the oldest extracurricular activity at the Naval Academy, founded in 1907. Consistently getting rave reviews from professional theater critics it is always a treat to see one of their performances. If you would like to go see it, they are performing it on November 8th and 9th, as well as the 15th and 16th at Mahan Hall at the Naval Academy. You can buy tickets on the phone at 410-293-TIXS, or you can go online to navyperforms.showware.com. And I highly recommend that you do do that as well. Congratulations to Scott Schaefer. He was our 14th respondent to our Ticket Tuesday, and he is going to see the Big Damn Blues Revolution Tour with the Reverend Peyton's Big Damn Band at the Rams Head on stage on Sunday, November 10th. So congratulations to Scott. We will leave the pair of tickets for you at the box office. Make sure you bring ID. Other than that, hang tight. We have George Young with your local DMV weather forecast. He's coming up in just a minute, and rumor has it, it's a cold one. Hello, friends. This is Brian Griffiths from RedMaryland.com, inviting you to the 2020 RedMaryland.com Leadership Conference, Saturday, January the 11th, 2020, at the Doubletree Hotel in Annapolis. Confirmed speakers include Congressman Andy Harris, Commerce Secretary Kelly Schultz, Transportation Secretary Pete Ron, Senator J.B. Jennings, Senator Steve Hershey, Senator Justin Reedy, Delegate Nick Kipke, Delegate Kathy Schlega, Delegate Lauren Arakan, WBAL Radio's Andrew Langer and Jerry Rogers, Maryland Federation of Republican Women President Diana Water, Maryland Young Republicans Chairman Maria Sophia, Lauren Boatley from the Maryland Right to Life, and so much more. Tickets are available at redmarylandconference.com. Sponsorship opportunities and vendor tables are also available. 
That's redmarylandconference.com. Don't miss out on your opportunity to attend the redmaryland.com Leadership Conference Saturday, January the 11th in Annapolis. Once more, buy your tickets now at redmarylandconference.com. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Wednesday, November 6th. Yesterday was nice with plenty of sun and temps in the 60s. And today and tomorrow will be fairly nice as well with highs today in the 50s with upper 50s to lower 60s for Thursday. But be sure to take it all in while it lasts because cold air will enter the region Friday. With highs only in the 40s both Friday and Saturday, some 15 to 20 degrees below average for this time of year. And while the expectation is for a return to the 50s for Sunday and Monday, the thinking is another cold shot will bring more 40s for highs next Tuesday, along with a chance of flurries or even some light snow late Monday night into Tuesday morning, followed by more 40s or maybe only 30s for highs next Wednesday through Friday. So get the winter coats and hats lined up because they'll be needed sooner versus later. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there and be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching for DCMDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Stores. And also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and on our website at dmvweather.com so you can always stay weather informed. Have you ever been to the Annapolis Mall when it opens for the day? Maybe you've noticed the line of folks waiting to get into the Apple Store. As you may know, I'm a Mac user, and today's episode of the Daily News Brief, in fact, all of the episodes of the Daily News Brief, have been produced right here on my Mac computer. What you might not know about is MacMedics. They were founded here in Annapolis in 1989, and they are an Apple-authorized premium service provider, the only one in the Baltimore-Annapolis, D.C. area. And what that means to you is that they repair all Apple devices, including the iPhone screens and batteries, all without an appointment. And most repairs are done the same day usually within two hours. They also sell everything except the iPhone and the watch for the same price as Apple. I don't know why you would go anywhere else. Give them a call at 410-757-MACS, or if you're not into the whole letter thing, 410-757-6227. Stop by their retail store in Severna Park on Benfield Road or their service center in Lanham, right off of Route 50. Or you can always check them out online at macmedics.com. I'll tell you, they've saved me quite a few times, and I know they can save you. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, eyeonannapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.